guys, check it out. Tom Cruise is a fudge packer. What did you call me? Hey, that is Tom Cruise. How come you're packing fudge, Mr. Cruise? Get your dicks out of your pants now! <laughs> Today is Sunday, February 3rd, live from the Live Dudes Bunker, 666 goddamn feet beneath the most depressing place to live in the continental United States. I am one of two original homeschoolers from hell, Jay Mack, along with my comedic life partner. Adam Westover. Funniest guy I know. How'd you like the beginning there, dude? Dude. <laughs> that was a were, fucked up episode. Were you getting a flashback of play-by-play porno? Yeah, I was. I was there for a minute. This is the most obscene podcast you're ever going to download. I guarantee you that if you, I will pay you your money back that you used to purchase this episode if this is not the most obscene podcast. Could be illegal in your state. Check your local laws. Well, don't check them unless you you know, you know really want to stop downloading it. If, I think you right. can plead ignorance if it's like, I didn't know. I didn't know I couldn't snort cocaine. Right. I didn't, I didn't, I, know, I didn't know I didn't know it was against the law. Can't, can't snort, snort white powder, huh? You know, you could try snorting this podcast. I don't know what... <laughs> <laughs> I, don't know. I don't know how you do that. I don't know either. But you know what? If you would like to get the show, the best place to do that is our fabulous website, livedudes.net, where you can get the show streaming. It won't like download like to your iPod or shit through there. You can use iTunes to do that. Right. Um, we, we haven't said this in a while, but I love getting ratings and reviews and shit. Give us some. Um, I think we we got a decent number on our, our iTunes page, but we could always use more. And then you can oh, also yeah. go to Facebook. And be, you know, become a fan or like us or whatever the fuck it is on Facebook. I don't really. I don't. Yeah, whatever. Go there and see the Photoshop that my lovely lady friend did. Yeah. It's Have you got much sick. feedback on that? A lot of people thought it was pretty interesting. You know what? The, you know your shirt that says Episode One Hundred. You know what it originally said? No. Fabulous. <laughs> <laughs> In oh, fact, and they are. In fact, Liz, when she was over two weeks ago, said you should have left it on there. I was like, well. Yeah, but yeah, that's a little too like right. It's better to like imply that we're sucking each other's dicks, right? Than just not, not that we do. <laughs> um, last week's show was a uh, a raucous mess. Did I you, think it was you, awesome. Uh, how many beers did you have last week? Uh, I want to say three, maybe. I have you have you um. Had any urge to watch that Cash for Chunkers porn again? No. Have you? Uh, have you? Wait a minute. Hold on. I have. Have not. you watched that porn? I have not watched it. For those of you who don't know what we're talking about, download episode one hundred and one, play by play porn, thong versus thong. Dude, I can't. I still can't believe we both said. I talked to my cousin Joey and a couple other people this week about it, and they were like, "We haven't listened." I, they were they said, "I haven't listened to the show yet, but the name is really." fucking weird i'm like well i don't really want to, i don't want to tell you what happened because it's like uh, you know i'm surprised miss k thanks to her from sitting in with us i'm surprised dude i'm surprised she didn't get up and walk out when, uh, when we you, came in and do thongs. you think like because she talks a lot about man on man i don't want to say loving <laughs> why i mean perhaps. that's what it is uh it's penetrating that's that's, uh, that's for a fact Wait, what's penetrating penetra- no, don't you mean intriguing no, I'm saying men on men penetrating each other. I don't know if there's always love involved. There could be love involved, but specifically, I don't. I don't think she likes just thinking about two guys loving each other fucking. I think she just likes watching two guys fucking. Oh, okay, I got you. What if we would have just full on French kissed each other in our thongs? 
Huh? <laughs> <laughs> Dude, I think I think a lot of heads would have turned. We've you know we've kissed before, but it right. it, was, it was like a bro thing. Right, exactly. You're my brosh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and you're my merkin. Well, you know, <laughs> it's okay for women to hug each other. Right. There's no like there's nothing sexual when two women just hug each other. No. But it gives hey. me a boner. It gives you a boner when women hug each other hey, with their titties all squishing up on yeah, each other. Yeah, exactly. Um, but, like, do you think it's against, I don't want to say protocol, but if two women kiss each other on the cheek, that's not a big deal either. No. That probably gives me a boner, too. I mean, like like the Italians, they, they, they them dudes, they kiss each other on the cheek. Yeah, the no French, I think the French do, too. But I think the minute women make lip-to-lip contact, it becomes okay yeah. to have a boner. Right. So, like... I th- we we haven't kissed on the lips before, have we? Yeah, we have. <laughs> what? <laughs> Did you hold me down or something? <laughs> no. I think the last time was at your birthday at Johnny's. I remember one time where there we, we kissed each other through a glass window, so we, our lips didn't actually meet. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, that sounded so gay. Kissed each other through a glass window. It's just the two of us tonight. My lady friend's sitting in the house because she just got the little boy out of bed. She's like, "Do you mind if I sit in?" I'm like, "No, whatever." Yeah, whatever. You know, it's kind of cool. We got it. We got. I don't know. It's not going to be as like full house as it usually is, but sometimes we need a, an episode to just be the, me and you to sort of reconnect right, exactly. on an emotional level. <laughs> <laughs> That's right, because you know sometimes. You know, we get disconnected. We get, we get disconnected. We need to spend some, you know, some quality time together. Right, exactly. Without a crowd Old around. Hands, you right. know, without a crowd around. We've, the show this week, we've got quite a few news stories. Let's see, we got one, two, three, four, five, six. I don't know six. if we're going to get to all six. And then kind of been rolling around in my head for the last few weeks here. I've got this book of uh, short stories I wrote when I was like 12 or 13 years old. What? Eventually, we're going to do an episode, because I got one that's like four chapters long. Bullshit. It's like... So, what you're saying is we could do a sequel of shows over the year four chapter book? You know, I don't know if we'll get that far into it. <laughs> I, the, 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 I've got a sample of something. I don't even know what... I don't even remember writing this one. Wow. Uh, just perusing it seemed pretty... Kind of a downer, but I think it's going to be funny when we read it. It's starring somebody named Nitty. <laughs> I don't nitty. know what a nitty. It's just what a, the fuck is a nitty? I don't know. We're going to read through it tonight and find out what it is. But do you think that would be something our listeners would be interested in, like an early J-Mac writing? I know like I've got some friends that listen to the show that are writers, and I think they may be interested to see how horrible I of a writer I am. Well, I mean, do our listeners enjoy listening to anything we talk about? I guess so. I so. think they would, because I mean they tune in every week to download it and listen to and it. And we're gonna. What I want to do this week also is get into. You have a story that you uh, did. You write this story down. The one I'm getting ready to talk about, or was it just a recorded story? No, it was just a recorded story. But it's still a story that, that right. you and De, our former co-host and right. former friend, way former, pen together. Why don't you talk about that? Because this was sort of the beginning of the what was to become the Live Dudes podcast. At first it was K-Dumb, then it was K-Grind, then it was li- uh, Suburbia Strikes Back, now it's Live Dudes. But it's it's basically the same shit, me and you sitting around talking. Right, exactly. You came to me after we started t- our tape-recorded radio station, maybe like a year or two afterwards, and so you said, did you ever hear about the story me and D.E. did? 
I was like, what do you mean story? You're like, well, it was like a radio show, but it was like a story that we wrote. Yeah. Yeah, it was how about... old were you, How old were you guys? Teenagers? Uh, 12, 13? I think we are Just discovered your... 10 or 11. Just discovered, discovered your weenie and had yeah. your pubes starting to come in and shit. Yeah, and it was like hard <laughs> and long, all the, long and hard all and the time. And how did you let this out, like in an, in an oral fashion? <laughs> <laughs> By oral, I mean speaking. Ah, ah, speaking, oral, speaking. Yeah, uh-huh. I don't think that's what you meant. You, there was like an old Fisher-Price tape deck or something that you that did. Yeah, had. actually, yeah, it was. It was one of those old Fisher-Price tape decks, and it was the one with the dual microphones. That you would plug in? Yeah. Little plastic mics? Yep, exactly. It was like, it was like his little brothers or something, wasn't it? Yeah, it was, and so we recorded... This story, like type thing about you would spend the night, and the, the ritual was whenever we would spend the night, we we'd get naked and get in the same sleeping bag together. <laughs> <laughs> no, like oh, is that what you two did all the no, time? No, that's what you told me you did. <laughs> no, liar. The ritual was like the parents would go to bed, like, and I guess all kids do this. You sit up and you like you talk, you tell stories, you right. You tell you talk about the girls you like or the guys you like, I guess. Right, you know, depending on your yeah. sexual preference. Depending on which way your garden gate swings. <laughs> so, um, you guys got the great idea to to record a story that you guys came up with. Yes, we did. Was this story something you you guys immediately started talking about and then said we have to record this, or was it like something that as you you hit record because it get, it got fucking filthy. It- <laughs> <laughs> I wish this tape still existed because uh, I was telling my bet, lady about it and she was like, what the fuck? What? I bet you the tape still exists and he probably still jacks off to it. <laughs> it was like porn, basically. <laughs> basically. Audio porn. Audio porn. That's you right. Set it up for me. So, I mean, basically, you know, it was set back in like Egyptian times. So, you know. <laughs> what the fuck? In the middle of the desert. Egyptian times? Well, you know what I'm saying. Like, B.C. Set back in those times and, like... Like, caveman shit? Well, not not, not quite caveman. Like, Raquel Welsh? One... Yeah, like, like during, like, yeah, the age of the pharaohs. We'll just say it like okay. that. Okay, not, not, uh, not the most erotic time period I can think of, but we can go with that. So, uh, you know, we had, like, our encampment or whatever, and we had... Tons of wives and slaves and concubines. Were, were you guys, <laughs> were you guys soldiers or something, or were you just like emperors? We're just like emperors. I think I get where where the where the Egyptian thing came in because the Bible has a lot of stories about concubines, right? Like especially in the in the Old Testament, like with kings and First and Second Samuel and stuff like that. It talked a lot about. Um, Solomon and his wives, like a th- right. he had a thousand wives. Yeah, he had like, he had lots of pussy. I was always like, holy shit! So is that? Do you think intense. that's where the the seed of it came from? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. The rest ended up on the floor. <laughs> <laughs> so you you were like warriors or kings, and you were in the right. desert, like Lawrence of Arabia type style. Right. Exactly. Exactly. And. You know, how did, it's, how did I mean, it, it started into... out as, you know, we we had our slaves building us huge temples and, like, huge... Uh, yeah, temples and temples shrines. Temples and, and shrines and stuff, and then so, so would, it turned would, into, we had tons of sex slaves and... Was was your intention when you started the story to go this direction, or is it like... No, I think D.E. more, he more steered us into that direction. 
And then she grabbed his wiener and began to massage <laughs> his balls. Like, did you talk about the girls doing sh- shit to each other or just you know what? I don't remember so much of that part other than. Yeah, you do. <laughs> Were you like, and then she grabbed your wiener, D.E., and started to lick your balls, finger your butthole. Like, because that'd be kind of gay if you were talking about doing that. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> if you were talking about the girls doing it to you. Right. But if you were to be like erotically stimulating D.E. as a woman. Whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> as a whoa, woman. Whoa, whoa, whoa. What now? No, what I'm saying. Tell how anybody. Like, <laughs> <do> you, <laughs> so, I mean, so, was it, were you guys, you know, double stuffing the same cookie or what was going on? Hey, <laughs> 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 And creamed in between those cheeks. Steer me, steer me through this though, or do you remember? Did you block it all out? How many I, times? How many times did this happen? This was only once. And, and then, then D's like, about it. then D's like, oh no, oh, 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 oh. I splooshed wait, wait, all over the tape. <laughs> <laughs> we can't listen to it anymore. <laughs> I don't came, and uh, we can't talk about this stuff anymore. Was he afraid his parents would find it? Yeah, his parents exactly. being the being the, the the cult leaders or whatever. Mm-hmm. How how long did this story go on, dude? I would say like thirty minutes. Pretty so pretty heavy into the sexual shit. Did you right. guys know the names for the items that you were describing? Oh yeah, boobs and vagina. I mean that's what we call it. <laughs> you were calling tits and clits. No, we didn't call them assholes. tits and clits and assholes. So it was okay. <laughs> <laughs> Did you even know about anal sex back then? I don't I don't <laughs> think so. Not, Did you? not until D put it in your butt. <laughs> oh, God damn. <laughs> no, that never happened. Uh this is the same guy you went naked swimming with him. I mean shit happened. And we weren't completely naked anyway. Did you get a boner while you guys were telling this story? I mean, half no, dude. Uh, uh, half half cocked, I would say. So you're pretty, I had a chubby. You were pre coming all over the place. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, my shit was leaking all over the place. I went home sticky. And then, did you go finish off in the bathroom, or did no. you guys just go to sleep? This was during the day. We came up with this shit. Oh well, that's a little less. Ga- if you were doing this shit at night and no, the night. This, together, <laughs> no, it wasn't at night. This was during the Let day. Me feel your shaft. <laughs> oh God, damn! You had a much different, <clears throat> more different relationship with D than I did because, he, like, instinctively, he knew that. If he you were a goody two shoe, yeah, couldn't talk he, about tits and ass with if you. He, well, hey, I was living the life, bro. Or, or show you fucking, uh, show you fucking titty magazines. Did he show you titty magazines? Fuck yeah. Bullshit, dude. Like he never once, dude. We used, and I'm sorry for to, those who are listening to the show that don't know who De is. He was the he was the pastor's kid or the cult leader's kid or whatever you want to call him. We and he was on the uh, the the K grind um, episodes we did for for Christmas. And he's one of the people I believe secretly listen to the show, at least on an occasional basis. So he was like the pillar of like morality, like right. like on the outside. He was supposed to be the church goody two shoe. We had a we had a board game where'd, where'd, that we kept porno mags in, <laughs> <laughs> and we and we kept the board game hidden. There's like I where think, did he get the porno I, magazines? I think it was like a couple penthouse and like a hustler, and you would look at them together. Well, yeah. What do you mean? <laughs> just, just touch it. Just touch it. Okay. <laughs> no, I guess didn't. we look at naked pictures. We never pictures. touched each other. I guess we look at naked pictures Fuck together. yeah. We look at them all the time. That's weird to me that I, I guess I wasn't ever 
How long did this go on when he? Because De lived this in St. Was, Louis for a while, then eventually moved to Arkansas. Yeah, even when he, even when he moved to Arkansas, I would smuggle the shit in. I remember, dude. This, it was uh, Stratego is where we hit him. Uh, you remember Stratego? Yeah, I remember it. The game nobody played. Yeah, <laughs> so nobody's ever, exactly. Nobody's ever gonna find him. You know, the only conversation I really ever had with De about porn mags, and like, it sounds so weird because. Most kids at that age are, you know, I guess now it's the internet more than porn mags. Right. I remember him telling me, I went to visit him in Arkansas, and his, one of his friends, I don't remember, I don't think we knew him very well, brought brought a penthouse. Uh, and I wasn't there, but I came like the week after this happened. Yeah. And he said, you know, I'm just going to say Bob, his name wasn't Bob, he said, you know, Bob brought this magazine, and he, he brought me out to the garage, he said, let's look at this, and I was like, that's bad. You you better throw that away or I'm going to tell on you. And I'm like, well, good for you, dude. Right. That's that's the conversation I had about exactly. dirty magazines. Exactly. Do you know where he was getting them? Dude, he was even Dad's getting closet. stuff off the internet, dude. But no, where would he get the magazines? Fuck, he was I don't know. He, he was up on the internet way before we were because he his dad had the, all the computers and shit. And his dude, dad he had was, pictures, you know, of like old porn of like a cock going in and out of a vagina. Just like a little square. Oh, like the old pixelated shit. Well, this wasn't pixelated, but this was when he. No, but I'm saying like made out of like ones and zeros. Like no, no, it was actual video. The only other time that I stumbled across porn with de was we. Do you remember the bulletin board service? Yes. The they called them BBS. Yes. They were before the. I guess technically they were the internet, but they were like these little sites you could log on to and chat and play war games and shit. And we went to this 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 BBS site called the South Side, <laughs> and it's not like that. But we, it loaded up. It took like forever to load up the picture picture, and it was basically a bunch of ones and zeros of a chick like with you know like a towel over her tits or something. It was like real, real like. I mean, it wouldn't do anything for you now, really. And yeah, me, dude, me he and would D.E. Print, he would print up pictures, dude. Me and D.E. crafted a letter of complaint to this website. Oh, my God. So while he, him and you were beating off in the fucking bathroom. <laughs> <laughs> Which we did Sharing a porno, you know. Which we didn't. Cross-pollinating each other. <laughs> oh, fuck you. <laughs> we're, me wow. and him were writing letters of complaint to the you know, right. uh, obscene shit. And it was like that, that. So he would show. And then he, he probably turned back around after he sent that letter and sent another one. Disregard the first letter. Yeah. Yeah. My friend hot. made me write that. <laughs> I like it. Made my shaft hard. So after you, after you did the porno, porno tape, or not, you didn't do the porno with him. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no pornos with him. No pornos. Um, he t- he came to you and he said, "We have to get rid of this." Yes, this is bad. Correct. So maybe he felt bad, or somebody found it. I remember my mom finding some of my tapes, like, and they weren't they weren't even shit like no, that. No, it was stuff where we said poop. Yeah, well, there oh, was we a, there was a fart noise. There was a tape that I had. It was basically me, you, and D, like random clips of shit that we have recorded. I still have it around here somewhere. And she wrote J and D nonsense frowny face. Oh, dude, I remember that. I still have it. She I wrote a frowny that. like this is not a I like. You know, it's it wasn't it wasn't there was no it was profanity on it, nothing. Yeah. That's all it was. It was our escape. So he never told you where he was getting the magazines? No. Had to have been from his dad, right? I mean where else were uh, Maybe he was getting them from that buddy that brought him over. Maybe Rocky remember Rocky? That black, oh my that black God, kid Rocky. Yeah. Rock- you a fool. Rocky. 
Can't say that last name. I'll take it out. Rocky. Yeah. Good old Rocky. Well, for a while there, I would decide. I decided I want to be an author because I would read a lot of, uh, you know, those kids detective stories, the the Bloodhound oh, Gang well, or no, the Sugar, Sugar Creek, Creek Sugar Creek Gang. Yeah. Sugar Creek Gang. Yeah, I do remember those. And I have this whole notebook, and I'm looking at it right now. You know, I've got like. Seven or eight aborted story attempts of like I would run out of ideas about three aborted pages. Aborted story. But one actually goes on four chapters. But I've got this Dang. one story here that I want to read before we get into the news. I've I haven't I have Wait not. A re- Can you read your handwriting? Yes. <laughs> Sweet. This is going. I've never. I've. I, I have no memory of the story, so I. I don't know where it's going to go. It's only one and a half pages long, so we're not going to go very oh, far. Shit. So, feel free to stop and cut cut in and laugh here and whatever. Haven't I don't know when I wrote this. I'm assuming like 1990, something like that. So you're like what, 18? <laughs> <laughs> Nitty's mother was packing Nitty's little things, and Nitty didn't know why. <laughs> wait a minute, wait a minute. I can already tell what you what this is about. Mean? It means your mom and dad were getting ready to pack you off to military school, bitch. This had never happened before. You see, Nitty lived in India with mother and father, but her parents were. Too poor to take care of her anymore, so she was going to be adopted. Dude, what, what the, the fuck? <laughs> hey, dude, do you remember? Do you remember that uh, that couple that adopted that Indian boy and that Indian girl? Yeah, yeah. And like the chick, John, the, Jonathan, what was his name? Yeah, it was Jonathan, and what was his fucking Tika? Name? Tika. How yeah. do I remember that shit? So that's maybe what you're writing the story about. Yeah, maybe you wanted to get with Tika and see her um, in your titties. <laughs> Tika's titties. <laughs> Nitty, dude, well, I guess Nitty was my idea of an Indian name. I like, guess, uh, Nitty. At least you didn't name her Titty. Nitty was too little to understand much as she didn't know that she would never see her parents again. Dude, <laughs> where did you come up with <laughs> dude, this I, gay I, I shit? I have no memory of writing What this. the fuck? Were you high? Nitty was a happy child and never was scared, but now she didn't know what to think. Her parents told her she would have lots of stuff in this new land. <laughs> this new land. The land of what? It says she was happy, and, and I don't know why they're, like, I think in, in India they adopt babies out from, like, I don't think it's families that give the kids up to be adopted. I think it's, like, mothers that can't take care can't of them. Can't take care of them. Thank you. This made it Thank worse for poor Nitty because she loved her home. See, she had and a home. She, and she had some small titties, which made this her sad was, this and was, went to This Rome. was my idea. Like, I had a home. She had a home. Yeah. She had parents. Okay. But she couldn't live there anymore. Right. I guess that's how I thought adoption worked. <laughs> when she ran outside, Nitty liked to feel herself run. <laughs> <laughs> Wait a minute. Wait Is she a, a horse? <laughs> she like she liked to feel herself while she ran. Is that what you just wrote? I I guess I thought feel this herself sounded, run. I, I I don't know what this is from, dude. She liked being free, and sometimes she wondered what this strange place called America would be like. Oh my god, dude! I don't know what I wow. was reading at this time that made I me think you just got done eating a bunch of shrooms. You were fucking high and strung out. I mean, but like my idea of a foreign name is Nitty. Right. That's fucked up. Before Nitty left, her father read her his favorite poems. This is getting sad, dude. Oh, fuck. Her mother told her stories about her new home, but she didn't get too far before she started crying. Oh, my. Dude, this fucking Dude, so what do you come up with this horrible shit for? 
There's only one paragraph. No, I have one line left. Only one day she left before Nitty had to go. That's the end of the fucking story. Oh, my God. <laughs> Dude, that story sucked. That was sad. What the fuck is wrong with you? I Most of my stories. Were you in- thinking about being, I mean, were they like, were your parents telling you that they're going to adopt you out or something? Oh, uh, that happened later. Oh, okay. I think more was like work camp shit. Oh, okay. I think I, only thing I can figure out is I was trying to maybe there was a school project and I was like I'm gonna write a story for my school project. She, this chick's feeling herself while she's running and then <laughs> and then her parents are reading their fucking poems and crying and shit. And I'm like this is a terrible story and I stopped writing. It's <laughs> fucked up. Most of my stories involve my neighborhood because that's the only thing I knew was my neighborhood growing right. up. Rabbit dogs. Oh my god! Because I got chased by a lot of dogs in my old neighborhood. Yeah, yeah. And so did you. Yeah. While on your sister's ten-speed bike, the Loch Ness monster. Yeah, I remember we were big into Loch Ness. Yeah, uh, we thought that bitch was real. But for some reason, I decided to make Nitty. So there you go, Nitty. (laughs) Nitty Nitty. lives on. (laughs) Wow. Uh, You you look. You're looking at this notebook here. There's probably 200 pages or something in like 100 pages or something. There's there's multiple stories in here, and I've got another one underneath there. But my problem with writing, I never wanted to know how the story ended because I wanted to read the story. So I'd get two paragraphs in, or like two pages in or whatever, and be like... So you're like a fucked up author. Well, I actually author. get to a certain point, and then I lose like... Interest in writing or where you were going with the story? Where I went both. <laughs> <laughs> I mean... She'd like to feel herself run. <laughs> She'd like to feel... That sounds like a fucking horse or something. How many little girls oh. you know is like, Daddy, I want to feel myself run. So, I mean, she's talking about feeling herself while she's running, or she wanted to feel like... Maybe if you would have put... she wanted That was, to, your, that was your DE story. She, maybe, she, maybe you meant to put she wanted to feel... I don't know what it felt like to have the wind blow in her face while she ran or something. I think... I, dude, I, I must have... wanted to feel herself run. <laughs> <laughs> I must have got it off a TV show or something. Right. I like I said, I remember my stories about the rabid dogs and the Loch Ness monster. I don't remember that story, and I certainly would have thought I remembered such a memorable character as Nitty. Right. <laughs> Nitty. The fucked up name. N I D D Y. What kind of fucked up name is that? I wish we'd have a transcript of your sex tape though. Oh, dude, that would have been so awesome. Yeah, that would have been cool. To hear what we sounded like. You want to do some news stories? Fuck it. Let's roll it. Let's see what we got here. Um, this one's just fucking ridiculous. <laughs> I almost did this, save this one for Heathen State, but I thought, no, we can make... It's too stupid to be on Heathen State. Right, exactly. Owner sends dog to kill shelter for being gay. Excuse me? This is CBS News. A bulldog was sent to a kill shelter when its owner suspected it of being a homosexual has been adopted and saved from euthanasia thanks to the power of the internet. <laughs> wait a minute. Wait, wait a minute. Wait, this dude sent his dog to his shelter to be killed because he thought it was gay. I mean, was the dog trying to butt raping while he was getting gonna, out of the shower or gonna, what? We're going to get to that. What began as an image posted to the Facebook page of Jackson TN euthanasia turned into a viral story and an overwhelming amount of phoned-in requests to adopt the animal from the Madison County Animal Shelter, according to the Tennessean. I've had about 10 million calls this morning. She's got to be exaggerating, right? You can't really. No, I mean, yeah, that's a million. lot of fucking calls. It's been adopted already. It's gone. 
An employee at the shelter speaking anonymously told the paper, Don't tell anybody we adopted out of gay dog. (laughs) (laughs) Right. This guy was signed over to Jackson Rabies Control, not because he's mean or because he tears things up, but because his owner says he's gay. The caption under the photo explained. Okay. He hunched. I think that means like humped. Okay. He hunched another male dog, so his owner threw him away because he refuses to have a gay dog. The dog's not gay. He was. <laughs> he was horny. He was. He was <laughs> Same as you, dude. <laughs> I don't was, hold that against you. <laughs> he was stating dominance. Even if that weren't the most asinine thing I've ever heard, it's still discrimination. The Post additionally threatened that the dog was lose would lose his life today if he weren't adopted due to a lack of room at the uh, at the facility. Dude, that is fucked up. Well, I mean, if they posted it on Facebook, so maybe maybe they did get 10,000 phone calls. She said 10 million. Oh, well, fuck that. There ain't no way. Dogs do a lot of... I mean, dogs do gay shit. Well, yeah. I mean, male dogs... My dog, boxer humps my pit all the time. But the boxer was there first, <laughs> so it's just a show. It's not gay. It's dominance. Right. I mean, so that's if I were to bend you over right now and hump you... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's not gay. You're just... Uh, Stating your dominance. I've, I've actually had a, um, a situation with a guy that I know, and you know, uh-huh. who stuck a lighter in a guy's ass Bullshit. and said, uh, no, it's not gay. I was like, what are, you, what are you talking about? I was like, you and this dude were rolling around naked. and you What? Put, so he said, first of all, I wasn't naked. He was naked. Okay. Like, so you're rolling around on a bed, what? stuck a lighter in his ass. Oh, my God. <laughs> he said, no, but you don't understand. He was being an asshole. I'm like, oh, no, no, I understand. You put a light on <laughs> a man's right. ass. I was a man to put a light on another man's ass. I'm the bitch. You're my bitch now. He said, it's not gay. It's 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 submission. I was like, wow. no, dude, you play with another man's <laughs> You play with another man's butthole. <laughs> so prison sex isn't gay, apparently. Right. <laughs> that's fucked up, dude. That's Just a, that's, that's a guy soap. that's in total denial about himself. Right. Speaking, Maybe he likes sausages. Speaking of gay here. Oh, shit. Are you, you shitting did, me? Did you not heard about this before we started the show? No, I had not. Golly! <laughs> Jim Neighbors of Gomer Pyle fame, Mary's male partner of 38 oh, years. Oh, my God. They've been together 38 years. I mean, that's a Holy lot of asshole shit. ramen. shit. <laughs> That bitch is spread way the fuck out. You know he like he I he used to make records and shit like uh right right isn't that right Jim Neighbors like he was uh, gospel records gospel rec oh yeah and he liked dick that's awesome Jim Neighbors beloved to TV audiences as Gomer Pyle has married Stan Codwaller his partner of thirty eight years. Wait, wait, wait. <laughs> Did you say Cod or Cockwaller? <laughs> Been putting in his cod waller. <laughs> He's been wallering out his a hole. <laughs> oh the wedding thirty eight years. The wedding took place January fifteenth in front of a judge at a Seattle hotel, said Hawaii News Now, which first reported the news Tuesday. Wait a minute, there's a Seattle, Hawaii? Uh, a Seattle oh. hotel. I got I don't know. Washington State legalized gay marriage in December. All right. I'm not ashamed of. Wait a I'm, minute. I, can you read that in the Gomer Pyle voice? I'm not ashamed of people knowing. It's just that it's such a personal thing. I didn't tell nobody. Said neighbors, 82, a resident of Honolulu. Holy fuck, he's 82. I'm very happy that I've had a partner of 38 years and let me ram his asshole so much. No, he didn't. <laughs> <laughs> no, he didn't. No, he didn't say that. I he didn't, love he didn't say that. his cock down my throat. I feel very blessed. <laughs> well, golly! 
Neighbors and 64-year-old Cod Wallader than a firefighter met in 1975 in Honolulu. So he's he's like 20 years his junior. She got him with some fresh booty. Yeah. (laughs) Wow, he's only 64? Damn. When I get older, sucking your cock many years from now. (laughs) The Andy Griffith Show and Gomer Pyle USMC alum told Hawaii News now that he hadn't acknowledged his sexuality before to the media, though he said he was open about it to his friends and co-workers when he was working in Hollywood in the 60s and 70s. So people like, like Andy Griffith knew. Well, I mean, that's the other fucked up part because they would have kicked him out of the military, too. Because, I mean, he really was in the Marine Corps. He really... He was in it in the TV show. No, in real life he was. Oh, well, yeah, he couldn't have come out then. Right. I've, I haven't ever made a public spectacle of it. Well, I've known since I was a child, so come on. It's not that kind of thing. I've never made a huge secret of it at all, neighbor said. Mm. He says he doesn't intend to become a gay marriage activist. I'm not a debater. I'm not a debater, and everybody has their own opinion about this. Why do you say he's not a masturbator? Might be that, too. Yeah. <laughs> Think, think about it, though. Cock. Think about it, though. Like in the in, that was in a the, huge no-no back in that time. Especially like your Andy Griffith was. That was like late fifties, early sixties. Right. Yeah, you. That That's, just that just goes to show the image of the the fifties Americana. You know the Donna Reed wife in the dress. The father comes home with the briefcase. Fucking right. Everybody's straight. Nobody gets drunk. Yeah. You know, here's another thing. Nobody was, even fucks. Here's another thing that was sort of odd to me. I was watching the the Twilight Zone marathon on New Year's Eve. Oh, yeah. And they always talk about, and this is made about the same time, I guess, as, as Andy Griffith and shit. Like, you see a spaceship, and they're like, oh, he's going to, the boss is going to think you've been drinking on a job. Right. Have you ever seen shit that's not there when you're drinking? <laughs> No. you. There's shit you don't remember seeing. Right. <laughs> <laughs> but I never see shit. It's like, I, I remember think, like seeing that when I was a kid and thinking, you know, I get, yeah, alcohol, people that get drunk see spaceships and shit. Right. You That's why aliens are it's, real. It's not a hallucinogenic. No. In fact, you see less when you're drunk than when you... Exactly. You it's don't a, imagine shit. It's a brain slower downer. It's a, it's a yeah, it's a, it's a brain cell killer is what it is. Right. But yeah, so back in the fifties, I mean that's why Otis the drunk back in Mayberry, he was it was like right. so skinny. He's like, oh that fucking thing. He's like, I think they weren't allowed to sell. <laughs> you want to see that again? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't think they were allowed to sell alcohol back in Mayberry in like the fictional town of Mayberry. The, so the fact yeah. that your gas station attendant, the guy that's pumping your hose into your gas tank every stick what hose is he pumping? Sticking, sticking your pump, the pump into your gas tank. Uh-huh. He can't be gay, right? No, nobody's allowed to be anything. You can't even right. get drunk. I think it's like a scandal. Like I mean, I'm drunk half three, four nights a week. <laughs> <laughs> God. Damn. Well, at least when I do the podcast, anyway. Right. So it's pretty scandalous. Yeah. I would never thought gay. I would have thought maybe a little slow. Maybe some like bondage or something. Some <laughs> bondage, gag balls. Yeah. <laughs> there whips, was, whips and chains. There was a, I was watching Bill Maher and there was a, a lunchbox, like a Gomer Pyle lunchbox and it had a, what? he was, Gomer Pyle was standing up. He's in his army outfit. Uh huh. There was another guy sitting down. With his with head. A, no, it gets, it gets scary. My lady friend saw it. With a hose in his hand, okay. spraying the hose into a trash can, 
The water is pure white, and it's ricocheting up into Jim Neighbor's face. Damn! <laughs> what? Okay, here we go. I don't. Did, had you heard about this previous to this night? No, I had not. Burger King admits to horse meat and burgers. Whoppers. I wonder why this shit tastes so good. I'd buy it at McDonald's. If it tastes good, why complain about it then? <laughs> right. Burger King admits to horse meat in its burgers, including the world-famous Whoppers in its United Kingdom location. So it's not, oh. it's not in America. It's not in America, huh? It's only in the United Kingdom. Damn. The news comes two weeks after the popular fast food restaurant chain first denied the presence of horse meat in its food. <laughs> I just assume there's horse meat in everything I eat in fast food restaurants. Right. You know, I Unless can... it's Chinese, you got cat and dog. Yeah. And a little horse. According to a January 34, th- January 31st, 2013 report by the Daily Mail, the contaminated burgers were made by the Irish-based processing company Silvercrest. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. So whatever that means. <laughs> Silvercrest. Last month, it was discovered that horse meat had been found in burgers for sale in the United Kingdom and Ireland. How the fuck did they even find that out? Were they, How can do you, they randomly test the fucking meat to see what it consists of I'm, or what? I, I mean, I figure it's just shredded down so much. How could you tell? I guess you have to DNA test it. Several stores <laughs> had meat that tested positive for horse DNA. Oh, fuck. Tesco, Dunn Stores, Little, Aldi, and Iceland. Did you say Aldi? <laughs> I don't think it's the Aldi's here. Although I wouldn't well, be that Aldi, Aldi is uh, it's a German-based company. Italy and uh, Italy. Initially, the mystery was how the horse meat was found in the burgers when the plants that process them do not process meat from horses. Mm, mm. Interesting. Blocks of frozen meat from a non-approved supplier in Poland turned out to be the culprit. <laughs> that Polish meat. <laughs> that Polish sausage. <laughs> That's not sausage in that sack. That's horse meat. Listen to this. The imported beef contained minute amounts of horse meat that made their way into the burgers, according to those sold at Burger King. Oh, so it's just a little amount of horse. (laughs) (laughs) It's just a little horse, guys. No big deal. Just a little horse. The news that Burger King admits horse meat in its burgers only after two weeks of denials is leading some to believe an international cover-up was being perpetrated on unwilling, unwitting consumers. Wow. One theory has it that the company denied the presence of horse meat in its food long enough to procure an alternate supplier. So they're like, okay, listen, we didn't really know it at the time. We, we figured out there was horse meat in it, but it's just like, are you jerking off? No. No. If I stopped today. Yeah. I don't jerk off no more. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Even though you know right. that, like, for, like, the last 10 years, you've been jerking it every right. day. Every but, like, day. I stopped today. Like, do you smoke? No, I don't smoke. No, exactly. I mean, I quit five minutes ago. Right. That's fucked up. But what's shocking to me is not that there's horse meat in the burgers. It's shocking to me that anyone is surprised that there's horse meat in the burgers. Right, exactly. And <laughs> we're some really good whoppers. I guarantee you if you do some DNA testing on some White Castle hamburgers. Oh, fuck, dude. You're going to find horse, pig, cat, dog, monkey, gorilla, chimpanzee. <laughs> Why is it okay to eat cows and not horses? Right. If if you like the way it tastes, what's the matter? Exactly. If you went to somebody's house, they gave you a stew, and afterwards they told you, hey, did you like the squirrel meat? You're like, if you, if you liked it when you ate it, who the fuck cares? Right, exactly. I guess Burger King says, you know, 100% pure beef. 
There's nothing pure about anything at Burger King except it's pure shit. Right. Yeah, well, that's what you get after eating there. If you if they if pure they said shits. that they had found horse feces in or, the burger, you know, or like human feces, or maybe human finger or body parts, there's a yeah. reason to get upset. up in arms. Right. Horse meat. Besides, it's in England anyway. It's not in America, so who cares? Right. Who gives a shit? I mean, do you really think you're eating, you you go to Burger King and you get a Whopper? Is it? It's horse meat is probably leaner than cow meat anyway. So what's the? You're yeah, probably getting less so. fat in it. Yeah, and it's only minute amounts. Right, just so a testicle here and there. Right, you know, no I mean, they just need some fillers, extra added taste. Toss a little more horse hair up in that bitch. Tying Wait right in, a minute, tying right into the. Uh, oh my god! <laughs> right into the horse. Oh thing. my god! <laughs> it's from the smoking gun. <laughs> ah, damn! I don't know why. What Please tell me this fuck? wasn't Florida. No, it's Texas. Close. Close enough. A, spe- a suspect should never waive his rights and tell the cops, I was trying to make the horse have a baby. <laughs> what? Wait a minute, what? <laughs> wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. So this dude just told the cops that he's trying to fuck a horse so it gets pregnant. You, well, you remember when you were like, there was a horse fucker and you're like, I hope that I hope that they can get the horse pregnant. Yeah, I do remember. Let me read the article. When it comes to post-arrest statements, the omissions made by a Texas man arrested for having sex with a horse are a good reminder why suspects should take advantage of their right to remain silent. <laughs> Trying to make the horse have a baby, a horse. It's a Mexican baby. guy. I don't know. Huh? <laughs> I ain't going to lie. <laughs> I believe if I impregnate this horse, it will have a horseman baby. In a statement given to a sergeant with the Wharton County Sheriff's Office, Andrew Mendoza, 29, waived his assorted rights and told of a late night encounter with a brown horse. <laughs> oh my God, damn. Mendoza, who had been waiting to hear from his girlfriend. Bullshit! Uh, he ain't got no girlfriend. No, his girlfriend's name is Philly. <laughs> <laughs> Noted that I told myself I told myself that if she didn't call me, I was going to go next door and mess with the neighbor's horse. <laughs> both, both for Pedro. <laughs> Which, which is what occurred when Mendoza seen at the right told Sergeant Raymond Jansky. So I was trying to make the horse in... have a baby, Mendoza. <laughs> <laughs> so, so, wait a minute. So did the cops catch this dude to cool in the middle of the bueno. act? <laughs> 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 I mean, in the middle of the act, they walk up and this dude fucking got his pants around his ankles. I was You're mounting the horse from behind <laughs> saying, oh, give me a baby. Give me a horseman baby. We will be rich. I was thinking it would have a have to have a horseman baby yet. I ain't going to lie. I blew a nut in the horse. <laughs> I didn't get off the bucket and put my clothes back on and left. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, fuck me. I promise that I have not been back over there to the horse since that time. <laughs> But I fingered your pussy but and I, I licked my, it clean. But I gave my girlfriend horse herpes. Oh, 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 <laughs> no, he didn't God. say. He didn't say that. He didn't say <laughs> the horse lover whose rap sheet included a wide variety of felony and <laughs> misdemeanor collars <laughs> later, later pleaded guilty to public lewdness and criminal trespass and was oh sentenced to four God. months in jail. 
He got oh, no, wait, 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 wait for it. Mendoza's criminal career subsequently ended when he hanged himself in a county jail when he was being held on indecency. <laughs> oh, my God. So the dude ended up, he hung himself. He offed himself because he felt so bad. But, but then he's I ain't like, going to lie. I'm really not in that horse. I was thinking I would have a horseman baby. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, that you know that, come out that's and worthy say, of Florida, dude. That's worthy quiero of Florida. Taco Bell. <laughs> yo quiero yo culo. <laughs> dude, how fucked up do you have to be you to know think culo, that if you fuck a horse, it's gonna have a horse you know what, baby? You know what culo de caballo means? No. Ass of horse. <laughs> <laughs> yo quiero culo de caballo. <laughs> <laughs> I want to give me some more sass. <laughs> that's the shit. Like, you know, he hung himself. So, I mean, that's that's. Evidently, he felt pretty bad about fucking the horse. <laughs> well, felt bad about something. <laughs> I was going to give him a horseman, baby. <laughs> Who the fuck says that shit, dude? Like, there was no count of drugs in there. But I'm thinking, right? This dude he, had to be like he's, he's mad because he, he's cause... mad because his girlfriend didn't come home. Right. Or come over or whatever. He's like, if she don't come over, I'm going to go fuck the horse. <laughs> Man, so you got to be hard. And I bust a nut. <laughs> you you got to be hard up to fucking. You got to be hard. That's right. Pass <laughs> up on fucking real pussy for a horse. <laughs> pussy. I mean, I hope that thing wasn't like a little. Maybe it was real wet. Oh, God. <laughs> I hear it feels just like a woman. This, yeah, I, you know what? If. I'm that sorry. Horn you, was you, so tight because I'm you, hung like a little tamale. If you hang yourself, maybe that's the best. Maybe that's just for the, everybody's best. <laughs> right. Maybe that's the best. Just interest for the best. of everyone. Right. We got one more story here. And this one, I want to apologize to any of our female listeners. And you said we're supposed to have oh, Liz my. come over ne- next week, maybe? or Yeah, next week. K Mac? Yep, or K Mac. Okay. And or, and or. Uh, none of them are big, right? So they're not going to listen to this and get. Right. No, none of them are big. If you are offended at. Jokes about fat women or fat men or fat anything. Turn it, just turn, turn it off, off right now. Just turn it off. Just stop it. Because this is from Yahoo News. I don't make this shit up. Women fat, man thin. Could be a rocky road, claims new study. <laughs> well, fuck yeah, it's going to be rocky. That's a lot of hills if you got a fat woman. Full of cottage cheese. <laughs> oh, God damn. You know, you wow. know the, the whole argument that well, let me get into this story first. Okay. Slap it to me, mommy. Mixed weight couples have rockier relationships than same weight couples, a new study has found. But here's the clincher. Hmm. The problems only seem to crop up when it's the woman who's overweight and not the other way around. Hmm. You think about it, dude. Like, you you remember my old stalker? The big the big gal? Oh, yeah. She wasn't big all the time, but the, you, know, right. the, you know the- She was up and down, up and down. You though. know the, the opening of The Sopranos, like every season, Tony Soprano would come out and his wife beat her, his boxers, and pick the newspaper right. up? Yep. His giant fucking gut would be swinging around like right, a fucking exactly. <laughs> <laughs> right. trash bag full of water. <laughs> <laughs> this is her words. Sexy motherfucker. She thought, I was like, what? what? That hairy fucking gut? She's like, oh, she's like, I would suck his dick. I'm paraphrasing on that part. Wow. Seriously? Parap- paraphrasing on that part. Seriously? That's she thought up. he was so fucking sexy. Now, she was a big gal, but she wasn't always big. Right. However, many advances we have made, body image issues abound, and women, unfortunately, are more vulnerable to societal p- pressures. Ruthie Kaiser, senior therapist for the Council for Relationships based in Philadelphia, told, told Yahoo. 
when it comes to being overweight, then that makes it harder in a relationship for the woman and easier for the man. Well, probably because the man's out trying to get some thin tail after looking at a beached whale all day. You know well, what I'm saying? Well, and the, the gal in the picture here is pretty big, and she doesn't look happy, and she's no. like, you know. The, the st- she just needs to slut it up a little bit, you know? <laughs> Get a little loose with herself. Let a little something hang out. Cash for chunkers. <laughs> the results right. of the study by researchers at the University of Puget Sound in Tacoma, Wait. Washington. <laughs> That's a real place, dude. Bullshit. Puget Sound? Bullshit. Or is it Puget Sound? Pungent. Puget. Wow. And the University of Arizona and Tucson were published last month in the Journal of Social and Personal Relationships. I didn't know that's a who would get that journal. Right, exactly. And in a small sample size, well, not all of them were small. <laughs> <laughs> Just forty-three heterosexual couples from eighteen to sixty-nine Wait a years old. Why, why sixty-nine? <laughs> why are they being discriminatory? Oh, you're saying there should be gay couples? Well, yeah. Well, because they're, lo- they're, lo- they're looking at. Whether men and I women understand don't understand that, but I mean, what if you got a fat dude and a skinny dude? Well, that's called a that's called a bear and a twink. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but the findings were clear: when just the man was overweight, couples reported no more conflict than same weight couples. Wow. It could be that women feel self-conscious about their weight as a result of cultural expectations, mm. and men either agree that their partner should be thinner. Or make comments about it, or are sick of hearing their partners complain about their weight. The study's lead author, uh, Trisha yes. Burke, told Yahoo Shine, "It yes. could also be that in relationships with greater conflict, women are eating more to cope with their emotional associated yes. their emotions associated with that conflict." Oh, so it's the guy's fault. She's fucking fat. No, it's her fault. Fucking eating because she's fat. <laughs> Things <laughs> she's sad about being fat, so she's gonna eat, and now she gets fatter and. <laughs> <laughs> you're so, you're a you sensitive know, bastard, before, you know that? Before you know it, there's fucking back, back fat and <laughs> fucking front, front butts and, I mean, rolls on top of rolls. Then you roll the bitch in flour just to find the wet hole. <laughs> Conflict, she and the other researchers found, can include full-on arguments. You're fucking fat! <laughs> Take the twink out of your hole. Ah. As well as arguments, brewing feelings of anger and resentfulness. Other findings include an increase in conflict when mixed weight couples frequently dine together. You're eating that. That's what it's. <laughs> the overweight. Be tripping. The overweight partner might feel insecure, judged, and angry, which could ultimately contribute to a power battle around food and eating in the relationship. <laughs> a power Bitch, battle. Back away. Back away. That's mine. Whore. The good news, when the overweight woman felt her man was being supportive, either about how she looked or about her efforts to diet, the troubles died down. So if the dude would just shut his mouth. Right. Shit, there wouldn't be no problems. (laughs) But the bitch might get fatter. The one, well, she's going to get fatter if you say something or not. Well, true. True. Anytime there's a significant difference in a couple, whether it's with careers, earnings, fitness levels. There's a potential for there to be strain or conflict, Kaiser explained. But much of the time, it's a question of the way things are framed. So it's how you it's how you frame the discussion. For example, Kaiser explained, with one couple she recently counseled, the overweight partner, a man in this case, could Uh-oh. not hear his wife's concern through her critical comments. Rather than saying, I love you, I want to spend my life with you, I'm worried, she would say things like, Look at that belly! 
How do you expect me to come near you with that? Oh, fuck. That, but you know what? That's... Can you even see your dick? It's so huge. I can't. <laughs> <laughs> I have it for five years. <laughs> In another case, a man told his overweight wife that if she really loved him, she would lose the weight, to which she Whoa. answered that if he really loved her, he would accept her as is. I can't argue with that. Damn. Now... That it, you just took it to a whole nother. If you level. were skinny at one time and then you gained a lot of weight, right? But what I don't get is a guy marries a woman that's you know on the chunky side, right? And she gets like chunkier. It's like, <laughs> dude, you, she was already chunky. That's right. She's already hardy. Right. <laughs> She's already giving you a, a you know husky. A, good, Huskies for guys. <laughs> Huskies for good amount of cushion for your pushing. Often it is the way. The concern is expressed, Kaiser added, and if each person genuinely feels okay about themselves, the difference doesn't have to equal conflict. But in any case, she said, when mixed weight couples argue, I'm not certain that's all that's going on. So she's like, oh. she's like, maybe, maybe she doesn't love you anymore. Right. Maybe. Or maybe he he doesn't. You know, maybe like okay, if if maybe you're trying to get attention. Uh huh. You know, like like my little boy upstairs. Right, he right. Get attention. Mm-hmm. He'll fucking cry. Right, screaming out there. And then you look at him and he'll be like, Ehh. right, exactly. And what? I got you. Look at me, bitch. Ha <laughs> ha. It's all about getting attention. So maybe if if if, if, a, if a woman or a man is like, I'm feeling neglected. We're just fucking in here sitting eating here a box of dong dongs. Right. No one gonna eat me a fucking half gallon of ice cream. Is, is there They're such a spare chocolate syrup all over my? My cock and had the dog lick it off or something. <laughs> I'm just saying. Is there such a thing as a dong dong? I don't think so. I think, I think, think they're ding dongs. Ding dongs. But yeah. I, actually, I don't think they're made anymore because hostesses is out of business. So you could be you could be throwing up like uh, a cry for help. They call it right. You know, sometimes. Look, bitch! I powdered my dick. Now you can see it. Sometimes you know if you if you if you hear your spouse in the other room and she's vomiting all the time. Uh huh. Yeah, maybe she's like wants you to know that like, she's not happy. <laughs> what? <laughs> <laughs> or you stop wiping your ass? You know, it's a cry for help. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> it's a cry. You quit taking a shower, and underneath your rolls is found Twinkies. But and but all, but all, all things being worms. it is true. I would say probably let's say thirty percent of all like more comedians, but I'd say thirty percent of most actors. Men are probably a little overweight. I think about Kevin James, right? Or I mean, Adam Sandler, Will Ferrell. Yeah, Will Ferrell ain't fat, but he's not. He's not. He's not a hard body. No, <laughs> no, not by any means. But like, how many women in show business? And I'm using that as like our measuring stick because that's the reflection of our culture. Are measuring dick? Measuring stick. Oh, stick. I'm sorry. How many like chunky waitre waitresses? <laughs> <laughs> I can I name them lot, all day. I can see a lot of them. How many chunk, chunky actresses can you name? That Melissa McCarthy from Bridesmaids. She's yeah. fucking hilarious. But that's one of the few. Rosie O'Donnell. Two. Uh, Oprah. Oprah is a talk show host, though. She's not really. Oh that. well, true. Now nah, she did do. Well, what we'll kind of what kind of Oprah? Um, you know, you know, you know what the secretary spread is. Roseanne, uh, Delta Burke. Delta Burke uh, ain't on shit now. I ain't seen Delta Burke since fucking. Now you said name act- actresses, bitch. But, okay, they took you. You had to go back three decades to find like, more than <laughs> four. More than that, but, but yeah. Like all these fucking, you know, Megan Fox, Angelina uh, Jolie. Uh huh. 
Um, yeah. Heather well. Graham. I mean, go down the list, dude. All women are you. You. Jessica Tony, Simpson. Tony. Yeah. Well, Jessica Simpson. East Whale. But like Tony Soprano or uh, James Gandolfini, like, right? Or any. That's there's people think still think he's sexy. Women think he is sexy. It's uh, it's the power. It's the. Attitude. It's exactly what it is. It's so the I think attitude. I think this uh, article is pretty much dead on here. Right. But a lot of it is. Oh my man. He's not fat. He's he's strong and husky. Right. I work with a lot of guys that are big, have big bellies and shit like that. Mm-hmm. But it's considered somehow masculine. It's like a trophy. Of, it's like a trophy belly. Okay. You know, like a trophy. What? <laughs> Throw your weight around. It's considered masculine to have some extra body weight. Really? Yeah. Think about it, dude. A woman comes in with a fucking front butt. Shit ain't going. You know. No, that shit ain't cool. A guy comes in with a beer belly. Nobody even says shit. Yeah, nobody nobody right. even sees it. Right. Exactly. You're right. So what I'm trying to say here is if there are any fat bitches out there that want to come. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, I, no. I, dude, why do you say fucked up shit like that? I didn't say fucked up. What I'm up. saying is you. like heavy gals can be sexy too. Fucking right. Just, you I'm know, just let your cleavage pop a I little. I just, you know, the one I'm married Put to. Put on that short skirt. I've got a good looking woman who's thin that I'm married to. Mm-hmm. And I'm glad she ain't a big gal. <laughs> More cushion for the pushing, baby. But... To each their own. Just just leave the fat ladies alone. Just leave them alone. Because sometimes they're really funny. <laughs> and they got really cool pictures of cakes on their phones. And sometimes they <laughs> squirt a lot. What? <laughs> have you ever said anything to your lady about her weight? No. Your lady doesn't really have a weight problem. No, never have. I made the mistake of saying something once. Oh, shit. Yeah, it wasn't good. Yeah. That was probably what it was horrible. a week's worth of fucking torture for you. It was hor- no, I still no a week, a couple months, five years. Oh fuck, <laughs> god damn! Dude, I don't care if I'm laying on a hospital bed, quivering, shaking, and about to die. Uh huh. She'll be nice to me, but in the back of her head, she's like, "You bastard, call me fat one time." <laughs> <laughs> Right. Garen fucking T. She, she's not going to, she won't, it won't be in the front of her mind, but it's still, it'll be in there to the day right she dies. Right back here. Yep. Right back in the old yep. exactly. thinker box. Exactly. So that was a good show, man. I had I a good time. I think so, man. I had a good time. Sometimes, man, I think we need to reconnect and just get back to, like a lot of times when we have guests over, we have a lot of news stories that we don't get to. Right. And so it's nice. Um, yeah, because we always get off on another tangent when we have like Nitty. Read about shit like Nitty. Yeah, whoever the <laughs> fuck that bitch was. If, if K Mac and Liz don't come over next week, or somebody doesn't come over next week, we're, what we're going to do is that we're going to read one of my novels because I <laughs> oh shit. Well, like my <clears throat> we'll see. We'll read until it is not funny. But I got like there's this oh, one. I guarantee you, it's just going to be. There's this up. one part of one of my stories where I talk about I walk in the room and I stare at my friend for an inordinate amount of time. But, I actually wrote. I paused the doorway and just looked at my friend laying on the bed. <laughs> oh, <laughs> it's fucking gay shit, dude. His I don't know. Cock I, was swollen. I didn't know what to say, so I'm like, how can I make this interesting? I know what. Just have him stand there and stare at him. That'll be, you know, yeah, that'll be awesome. Yeah, that'll be all right. He was laying on the bed and there was a teepee underneath the blankets. So for J Mac, I'm Live Dudes. I'm Adam LeSueur. Saying, if you need a deep cocking, just come and knock it. Hey, listen up. All right, here we go, here we go, here we go. One, two, three, Super Bowl is now back on. Are they playing now?
I don't think they're playing yet. No, they are, but it's I mean it's over. Yeah, pretty much. The I Ravens mean, are gonna the Ravens are pretty much wiping their ass with the other team. Yeah, I mean, it's kind of weird when the power goes off. Like, I, I kind of lose interest in the game when, right. there's, when there's no game. That was fucked up. Lights are off and shit. That's a, like a first-time thing. I don't think I've ever seen the power go off. Have you? No. But then again, I haven't watched every Super Bowl, so it, it may happen like every year. I would never know. <laughs> <laughs> God damn. 